It's uh, Paul Antonelli here. I'm uh, back with another episode of the Ideal Business Podcast. Thanks for joining me again. Uh, at the moment, I'm located uh, at a place called Lake Bennett. Uh, you can see it behind me here, which is uh, in the Northern Territory, uh, just here for the night. Beautiful place to um, to do a little bit of work and a bit of relaxation, have a swim across the lake before I, before I got sat down to do this. Um, it's all part of, uh, this is all about the information, sharing information and uh, concepts with you to help you build your ideal business. So what am I going to talk about today? Today I'm going to talk about uh, people. I've, I've touched on a few different subjects relating to uh, people in the in the podcast series to date, uh, but today I'm going to specifically talk about um, the process that we use for uh, attracting, engaging, and retaining great people in your business. If you build, uh, there's no question that with any business, for it to be ideal as you shape up your business, you'll need a great team and a great bunch of people around you. Um, the ability I've talked about before where you become in the previous episode, I talked about where you can become the bottleneck or you are the bottleneck in your business. And so from there, it's like, well, okay, if I'm, if I'm the bottleneck, how do I go about what do I need to do to, uh, to stop being the bottleneck and, and to attract? When I've talked to people about this process, even people who have done a lot of recruitment over the years, they say, it's, oh, it's very complicated. Finding the right people is hard. It's a costly exercise. It takes a long time. Um, so I'm going to share with you the process. I, I just decided that I was going to make recruiting really simple. And, uh, cause I've, I've, in the past, I've had very long winded recruitment processes, you know, and you, you know what I'm talking about. You run an ad, you run it for 30 days, you get lots of applicants, you sort of go through them all. You might send out some more information, compile a short shortlist, do an interview with, 10 people, maybe get down to three, you know, it's, it's a time consuming process that may or may not deliver a good outcome anyway. So I decided that because, yeah, because I've had so many experiences in going through those processes and not necessarily ending up great people, I decided I was going to adopt a, a fast recruitment process, a process that that is really about not necessarily believing I had to. If I had 100 applicants, I had to go through the 100 applicants. It could always be someone better. I'm going to give you an example of uh, when I first adopted this. It was actually through necessity. Um, it was over, it was about two and a half years ago. Uh, my general manager, we'd been talking about it and she was indicating to me that it was time for change for her. And then I was planning a big trip overseas. We're going to go away for quite a while, quite a period of time. It's going to be three, three or four months. Um, and so she said to me she couldn't really continue to do the job. This was about five days before I, um, I got on a plane a few years back. So I decided this was on a Saturday. I decided then that before I left on Thursday, I was going to have recruited someone for this role. Um, and so the process was pretty simple. Um, write an ad. Depending where, which country, and you know, put the ad up in the in the employment uh, platform. We in Australia we have a platform called Seek, which is fairly pretty much the dominant employment platform. Uh, and when when you write ads, when I write an ad, I you know you want to do something that gets people's attention. 
that's a bit different. And what we, what I found in the years of running businesses, engaging with people is a lot of people want to have flexibility. Uh, they don't want to work full time. Uh, they want to be able to, uh, when I talk about flexibility, you know, choose their hours to a degree. Um, and they don't necessarily want to have to go into an office, you know, particularly if they're located in a, in a location, in a non-city location. So that's a, that's something that's true. That's what a lot of people want to do. So when I write the ad, it all shapes up to that. You know, it's a three to four day a week role. It's work from home. It provides flexibility. This is how I sort of shape the ad up. The other thing about it is, um, and I think this is a mistake that, uh, I think it's a mistake. It is a mistake. For, for when when you have an office, you really want someone who can come to the office. Um, and none of our none of our businesses have an actual office, um, and our team are located uh, right around the world. So the advantage for us in that situation is that we can recruit from an incredibly large talent pool, which means they can be anywhere around Australia. In fact, anywhere around the world, and they can be in regional towns. Uh, they can be in the major cities. It doesn't matter. So for that particular ad, um, I was, you know, I wrote the ad flexibility, talked about, you know, the ability to work from home, all those sorts of things. And it was a, I ran it nationally that you didn't have to be based in any specific location. It was absolutely inundated. Um, I think within the 24 hours, I got over, uh, pretty close to a hundred applicants. Um, and part of the problem when we do the recruitment is that we feel like we've got to go through the process and get together a bunch of people and go and compare and do this and do that. Well, I don't, I don't believe in that process. Um, the way I did it was there was just a particular person that, you know, applied, had extensive experience. I like the tone and the vibe. And she also sent me a personal email and, and it was quite interesting. I still remember it. It said, Paul, I love, 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 love this role. She really sort of, um, it caught my attention. I thought, I like, I like the, uh, I like the tone of the person, how she communicates. So I just basically got on, got on the phone. Her name's Anna, uh, contacted her for a chat. We had a bit of a phone call. Went well, immediately sort of connected with her. Um, the following morning, my wife and I did a video call with her. And then by Thursday before I left, I'd actually offered her the job, which she accepted. Um, and she's based, and she's based in a, in a small regional town in Queensland. So it works for both of us in the sense that she was looking for something to sink her teeth into. Not a lot of opportunity where she's based. And so this role was ideal for her and it worked for me. She had all the right experience and, uh, and that's been over two and a half years ago. Um, and I've got a bit of a process typically that I would use and I'm going to sort of, sort of explain that, how that process works. So firstly, uh, look, attracting the right people to attract the right people. Uh, as I said previously, uh, I think a lot of people nowadays do not want to actually work full time. And that can play in your favor because you might be going, look, I really need a highly skilled someone in IT or accounting or finance or sales or business development or general management or whatever. But you probably don't need someone full time to kick off with. So it's a good opportunity for you to bring someone on board part time. You have a lower cost base and you can see how that role unfolds and expands. So some of the things I would suggest to attract uh, great people. Firstly, um, think about it not necessarily being a full time role. Yeah. So think about it being a part-time role. Uh, it might be two days, three days, or four days. 
see if you can incorporate flexibility into the role. Um, is there a requirement, if you do have an office, is there a requirement for them to come to the office? Can they work from home for, and only come in when they need to? Or if you don't have an office at all, that's, that's great. Um, and also, you know, if you can attract uh, and if you can sort of uh, look for people within an open talent pool, not in any specific location like your city or around your area or your state, but nationally or even overseas, depending on what the role is, then you're going to obviously be able to attract a lot more people. So the attracting part of it is um, is important, how far wide you cast the net and how you frame it up, how you frame up the uh, the story and the intention of your business. Now, to engage with them, I've got a standard process that I use. Uh, I run an ad in these various platforms, and I've used this now multiple times. I don't really look at people's CVs, go through detailed cover letters. Um, you know, the way I tend to go through it is I apply. Uh, I, I do set uh, one of the questions I ask them when they apply is their salary expectations. Um, if it's way outside what I'm, what my budget is and what I want to pay someone, then they're, they're excluded straight away. So that saves me the time. So only people within the range that uh, it works for my budget. Uh, so that's an easy way to filter people out because I ask them, one of the questions I ask them, what's your expected annual salary range? So that's a good way to stop wasting time with people who want to earn 300 grand a year and your budget is 70 grand a year. Basically, then I'll go through uh, the applicants. As I said, I don't go through the CV in detail. I'll just look at their covering letter and their general tone. And then I shortlist pretty quickly, shortly, shortlist. Then I've got what I call is the scary email. And this email gets sent to everyone. And the scary email basically outlines the good, the bad, and the ugly of working with me, uh, working with a company, uh, and the role. So I, I, I'm not trying to sell it to them over the top. I'm just trying to give them a reality check and explaining that this is what's needed in the role, some of these things. And I try to throw in there things that, you know, and the, and really try to be genuinely honest about it rather than sort of trying to frame it up as a great job, come work with us for the next one company. So I might actually talk about things that sometimes we have this occur, you know, things may need to change quickly. There's some that might be a requirement to some of the, some of the, um, challenges that we have in the business. So to really try to make it, make it fairly real. Um, and also talk about how the mechanics of it. Oh, you work from home. There's a minimum amount of hours that I'd expect you to work. Sometimes you have to work after hours because we've got, you know, working with people overseas in different time zones, whatever. So you just, I just outline the details. And then, um, I, and I'm doing that because what will happen is a lot of people will read that and go, it's not really going to work for me. It doesn't suit me. It's not going to work for me. So they'll exclude themselves. What I ask them to do with that email is I also ask a whole, bunch of questions for them to respond to specifically might be somewhere between 10 to 12 questions so i might ask them questions for like what is the concept of a business to you uh, what is your the biggest achievement of your life to date uh, why do you think you would excel in this particular role what do you bring on the table to the table that's unique so I might ask them other questions. So what do you do outside of work that you enjoy doing? So I ask a range of questions. And what I'm trying to do with those questions is get an idea of who they are and what their viewpoint is and a bit of a feel for them. But what I do, and I recently started doing this. Originally, I asked them to respond by email. Now I ask them to create a video to respond to those questions. 
So I give them a deadline. Normally I give them four or five days. Uh, send them the email, which gives them an overview of the job and the role. And I might send 20 or 30 or 40 or 50 of these out, depending on how many applicants I get. And I ask them to respond to the questions by creating a video and sharing it with me. Uh, and uh, give them a deadline of three to four or five days. If I don't hear from them, then I'd assume they're not interested anymore. So it takes care of it. Typically what I find is if there's a hundred, if there's 50 people that I sent that out to, maybe maybe 15 or 20 would respond to that, around a third, a quarter to a third. So what's happened in that process is you've sent one email out on bulk uh, and you haven't rung anyone, you haven't talked to anyone, you haven't had a video call with anyone at this point in time. When you get the videos in, then it's really, they're just fascinating because with the videos, you're able to then effectively um, watch the video. Do you connect? Do you watch their language? Uh, A, it's not only the content of the answers that they've put together, but what about them, their communication style, how they engage with you? Do you feel like, and you can tell because if you're watching a video and you watch it through to the end, then, you know, they've, they've probably engaged you. So it's a great way to get a feel for someone without actually having to to set up a meeting and set up an appointment and all that sort of stuff. So once you've gone through the videos, the ones that I get a good vibe for and get a feel for, then I would actually, I create a, a really short video, might be two or three minutes, letting them know, thank you for them for their video. And then sort of, I'm introducing them to me by video. So I do a short video explaining the role a bit more detail, letting them know that... Um, that uh, enjoyed what they did and I'd like to connect with them for a Zoom call, a proper call. And that might end up being two or three. Uh, ideally, if I find, if there's one person that was a standout, uh, I looked at their information, I love the way they communicated, then I just set up one meeting. I don't believe I have to go through and meet with more and more people. I did this recently with the project manager role. Um, one person created the video. There were other videos, liked it. Uh, I created a video for him. We met. And I gave him the job. So it was a very, very quick recruitment process. So you don't don't feel that you have to actually go through and create a short list and interview half a dozen people. Don't feel that. If you feel like one of the people's a really good fit, they've got the skills and knowledge that you need, then just make it a fast recruitment cycle. And typically what I'll do when I start with guys, start with someone, I'll say, well, let's start 10 hours a week, get them slowly running into the role, getting them a chance to orientate themselves, and let's just see what happens, you know. Of course, they're always on a trial period for the first period of time anyway. It's all about fit. The biggest part of engaging people is fit with your team and your culture. So that process, run an ad which is different, try to make the castanet far and wide, um, send them the scary email, which is the good, the bad, and the ugly of the role, ask them a bunch of questions and that, get them to come back with a video. Uh, normally that video can be anywhere from five to ten minutes long, short list, or just pick the one that you believe is the best fit for you, and then interview them. So that's the process that we've used to attract and then engage people. And then part of uh, the whole retention strategy, we've had a lot of staff around the world with us for uh, many years now. Uh, part of it is actually genuinely being interested in your team uh, because I value in my ideal business structure, you know, making sure that my team have has a life which is as ideal as possible for them. It's actually part of what sort of drives me in the way that I build businesses. And so we have, we've built from the ground up a structure of business where they can work from home. They've got flexibility. They can do things in hours around the time. We're not doing timesheet. We have high levels of trust with our team, which I think is really important. 
and we can provide uh, support for them in other areas of not just their work roles, but in other, other areas of their lives, the things that they are passionate about. And so by being able to create an environment that supports your team, not only in their work activity, but also outside what they're trying to achieve, whether it's with time or with financial support or other forms of support, it, it, it means that you're genuinely interested in your, in your people and your team going forward and improving and developing. And that's actually um, been a, an important part of the way that we've sort of built and grown our team. Once you build your team up and you bring people into it, you're going to you're going to be want to be very particular about who you bring into your team because you don't want to sort of rock rock the apple cart if that makes sense because it's important that you have a, a team that grooves in and grinds in really really well. So this is a process, you know, and when you look at recruitment cycles, you know, I, I guess after having done so many conventional recruiting cycles, you'd run ads, you'd interview bunches of people, you'd go through, you read CVs, you do this, you do that. I just decided that that you know through necessity that I was going to do what I call fast recruitment and I wasn't going to go and interview six, seven, eight, nine, ten people. I was going to and I said, you know, like I'll make a decision that I'll run an ad and within a week I'll actually recruit someone. Uh, and if you've if you've followed those processes and you take those steps through that process, you'll be surprised at how quickly you can get to the right person. You want to create uh, an ad and an approach and a communication structure that repels the people that aren't a good fit and attracts and engages the people that are a good fit. So people that we've have engaged, they love the flexibility, love working from home, love the autonomy. They really, they really get into the vibe and the culture of the business. That's a good fit for them. And these are all, you know, obviously the money's a part of it, but it's not the be all and end all. And we don't have any full time staff at all in our business. We don't have any full time staff. Because most people that, as I mentioned before, don't actually want to work full time. The reason for working full time is so they can earn the money that they need as opposed to, um, actually wanting to work full time. So look, here's, so hopefully that was helpful, uh, in your ideal business as you sort of frame it up and grow your business, you know, bringing on board, attracting and retaining the right people is going to go, going to be really important. And, uh, you doing something a little bit different, which is typically how I like to approach things works quite well. So hopefully that was useful to you all about um, building your team, attracting, engaging and retaining great, great people in your business. Thanks for listening. Look forward to catching up with you again. Um, ciao for now.